give free value. If people don't want to throw money at you when you pretty much teach for free or when you do whatever you're doing for free, you're not doing it good enough. If your free stuff isn't that good, your stuff isn't good enough. If people don't want to pay you for your free stuff, then it's not good enough. Sometimes it takes someone else. Sometimes it takes an external factor. Sometimes it takes someone you don't know or a stranger or someone that you're not too familiar with or a friend to tell you like, hey, you're good at this for you to realize that, hey, you're good at this. The journey to wealth is a long walk, and some may walk quicker than others, but what good is sprinting to the finish line if you pass out when you cross it? On Walk to Wealth, we enlighten and empower young adults to build wealthy, abundant lives. They say the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, and your first step starts right now. This is Walk to Wealth with your host, John Mendez. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Walk to Wealth podcast. If you're tuning in on YouTube or any of the podcast directories, make sure to do yourself one teeny tiny little favor. Make sure to give us a follow because I don't want you to miss out on any of the amazing episodes I have coming out this year. So without further ado, let's get right into this one. So in this episode, I'm gonna teach you guys I'm going to tell you guys how I started teaching marketing. So this is what led me to making $20,000 an hour. If I never started teaching marketing, this whole like series would have not been a thing. I would still be at Sign the Whale. I would not be a full-time entrepreneur. I would not have an, you know, technically an employee um, from the Philippines that's helping me out with a video editor. And so this is really kickstarted everything. Like the teaching marketing changed my life and it was never in the plan. So I know I talked about a couple episodes about how I got started in real estate. So I'm going to just give you a quick refresher. I got licensed in real estate two weeks after I turned 20. Uh, this is September of 2021, right? And then I joined a couple of real estate groups along the way. So in my office, they have this training called Ignite. On Ignite, one of like the OG agents in the office, um, she's a lot more seasoned vet and like the real estate game. And she had a, a bunch of links to all these calls that she would hop on in the morning. And I ended up saving the links. And around November of 2021, for whatever reason, I wanted to start changing my, my morning routine, my morning schedule. So I ended up looking for the links that had saved somewhere in my archive. And then from there, I ended up clicking on these links. Now, the links were to a call called Pivot Shift, another one called Early Words Talking Real Estate, another one called uh, Scripts Jedi with Chris Hurley. And so I started hopping on these calls with all these agents, and I started to learn so much about real estate, about sales, about scripts practicing, about personality types, just so much stuff about information, like so much stuff about real estate. And I started to make a little bit of a name for myself because I would share in the group. I would always participate and whenever I could on the topics that I could speak on comfortably or confidently. And as one of those things where slowly but surely I started to build up a name for myself. I still remember like the one of the times I shared, it was on the scripts call and like they stopped it for, you know, a good five minutes just to admire my hair. It was hilarious. And it was one of those things where like that's when everyone started to know me was because of my giant curly fro. And for me, I was like, hey, this is a marketing magnet. So like, why not keep on going with it? Why not brand myself around it? And so I started to participate and started to build up a name for myself. Now in January of 2022, right? I was in the gym. I forget what, I think like middle of January. I was in a gym at, and I was in an early birds call. Now early birds normally calls from 6.30 to 7. And around that time, I'm normally always in the gym. So I have my headphones in, I'm working out. And for whatever reason, they were talking about social media, right? And for me, I grew up with 
social media. I was not a marketing expert. I wasn't even the most active on social media. Like I think I posted like six times between my freshman year of high school and my sophomore year of college. Like I never, ever posted. And so for me, I wasn't an expert at all. Like I wasn't creating content or creating videos. I don't have a background in marketing. Like when I was at school, I went to school for marketing, but I was taking gen ed. So I didn't even get into any of my marketing classes. And then from there, instead of sharing, right? Because everyone knows when you're in the gym, everyone's dropping weights, everyone is making weird noises. So for me, I was like, all right, let me just type up what I want to say and put it into the Facebook group. And so I typed it up. It was like five simple tips about creating content. And I put it in the Facebook group, the early birds group. And from there, people started liking it, commenting, sharing it, like harding it. Like the, it started to get so much engagement. And for me, I was just like, oh shoot, like I didn't even think it was anything special. And then one of the comments was this agent from Boston, one of the top agents over in Boston, name is Lee Corey. So Lee was like, hey, John, would you mind teaching a class on this? And instead of saying yes, I said, I never taught a class before. Almost fumbled the bag entirely. But from there, and Lee was like, just let us know when you want it scheduled. So I was like, I can't tell a top agent no twice. Lee was also the co-host of the Early Birds Call. Now, for a little bit of context, early birds usually get like two to 300 people. Uh, I think maybe more now, but every single morning from 6.30 to 7 on a clubhouse. So it was a packed call. So if I were to do a class, I knew there was going to be people. And I was like, you know, all these agents are selling houses. At that point in time, I only did one rental. So like for me, I was like, of all people, like, oh, why me teach the social media class? But as I said, I couldn't fumble the bag twice. So I just happened to figure it out. So I started thinking of something to put together because I never taught a class before, right? I've been on Zoom calls, but I never hosted a Zoom call on my own. And so I also never, I mean, I use Eventbrite for, to go to events, but I never created an event myself. I never hosted a class before. So what I did was I created a Google form, right? Name, I think number, email. And then in the Google form, I think I added a question about like, what are you currently struggling with when it comes to video? And then from there, I think the first day when I put out the link, I had close to a hundred people or so sign up for it. So it just blew up the first two days. I'm getting all these people like, wow, 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 wow. Numbers just keep on going up, keep on going up, keep on going up. Right? And then from there, I ended up having the names in the Google form go to a Google sheet. And from the Google sheet, I already had a MailChimp account. So I would just copy and paste the names and then export it into my, and I wouldn't even download it as a CSV. I would like just copy and paste the name and upload it into my MailChimp account. And then from my MailChimp account, then I would copy and paste like an email that had the link. And then I would just email that link to everyone. And so, and then I would go back and then highlight their names green. And so that's how I kept track of everything. And as time went on, I started to get more and more people, more and more people, more and more people, 200 people, 250, 300, 350. And then from there, I was like, all right, I, I planned it for the week before family reunion. So Keller Williams has a big conference every year in February called family reunion. And I was going to that event. And at that event, I knew a lot of people that were going to be in the in an early birds call, in the pivot call, in the scripts call. And on, on my class, they were going to be there, right? So when they asked me went to what date, I said the Friday before family reunion. Because I know the week of, everyone's probably going to be traveling. Some people might go early to relax for a day or two before it kicks off. Everyone's going to be packing. It's going to be hectic. People are going to be busy trying to load up, do as much work as possible before they go away. And so I was like, I'm going to teach it the Friday before, right? So I set it up, right? It was going to be a one hour call at noon. And the reason I did that, as I said, because I knew I was going 
So I was going to teach the class, like kill it, have an amazing presentation. Right. And then from there, I would then go to the, the family reunion, see everybody and be like a celebrity. But I wanted to go a step further. Right. So I wanted to. So I went to Custom Inc. and got myself a, a, a custom shirt. It was a black shirt with white letters. And it said, stop and stare. Just don't touch the hair. And if you know me, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves is people that touch my hair. Like the quickest way for me to hate you is for you to touch my hair. You have no business touching my hair. So if you ever see me in public, don't ever touch my hair. That's like what you don't want to do, right? And so from there, I decided to get that shirt. So when I went to family reunion, I teach the class. When I teach the class, I think at that point in time, there was like 380 people, right? And I pretty much created a PowerPoint presentation. I think it was Google Slides. And I just used the information that I got from people. like Because I asked them, what are you struggling with in a Google form? And I just used that information to then create the presentation. And so my presentation was helping, pretty much centered around helping them solve that. And it was on intro to video. I talked about like YouTube a little bit, IG, long form, short form, TikTok. Like it was just very service level. And I thought it was just a decent class, honestly. But the presentation, the information, like I didn't think I was teaching it anything high level. But to them, that's exactly what they were looking for. And they loved it. Like I remember like leading up to the class, I remember I was fasting. And so I knew that I would get nervous and I didn't want to have anything in my stomach leading up to it because as I said there's a lot of people that signed up and up until the point of the class right before I hit start I think there was like almost 360 to 380 people that signed up for it and then the people started getting on the call so we press start we hop on the zoom I had my my wingman and Paul Corey which is Lee's husband um Lee is a co-host of early words Paul was my wingman he was gonna help me you know control the chat and be there and just moderate everything and i'm on there and we got like 50 people on the call and then uh, 75 and people started coming in boom 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 i made paul the, the co-host he just started accepting people and like right around the time we were supposed to start we got like just 200 people on the call it was on my very first social media class ever we had 205 at the peak of it and I start presenting and then i was just locked in i was in the zone i started teaching i started doing my thing i was in the keller williams office had my little suit on, my hair out, curly, and so killed the presentation. And then from there, everyone loved it. Everyone was commenting. Everyone's going crazy. It went so well that I had probably like 60 people afterwards like hear about it that just wanted to replay. So I ended up getting close to 440 people sign up in total. And then from there, I, I pretty much what had happened was I went to family reunion. I went there with my hair braided, right, on the Friday. That was a week after I taught the class. And that Sunday, there was going to be a networking event. So for the networking event, I woke up extra early that day, washed my braids out, had my hair curly, and then wore my shirt that said, stop and stare, just don't touch the hair. And I kid you not, I was a walking celebrity for the entire day. Like that whole day, I was a literal, we call it a celebrity because like Keller Williams, celebrity, right? Get it? A little corny, sorry. But um, I was a literal walking celebrity almost that day. And at the networking event, what? Oh my goodness, I had so many people stop me to take photos of me. People I never seen before, people I never met, people that were on the class, but I didn't know them personally. I had so many people. And then at the networking event, I had this digital business card. I call it a doc card, right? I had this digital business card. And at that point in time, they weren't as big yet. So like you can tap someone's phone and then their your business card will pop up, their information. Instead of scanning a QR code, you just tap. And a lot of those people, realtors are a little slow to the game, never seen that before. So I taught this amazing class. Then after that, I have my hair out, big and curly. 
And then I have this shirt that says, stop us there, just don't touch the hair. And then I had the digital business card. You know, it was the biggest and best marketing play ever. I don't care what anyone says. That was the genius, most intelligent marketing play ever. And everyone loved it. And I made so many connections off of that. And that's where the journey kind of uh, kind of started. From, from there, I ended up seeing someone named Carla. She teaches, uh, she's running this group called Command in Espanol. It's like a Facebook group for Spanish Keller Williams agents. And I ended up, from meeting her at Family Reunion, I ended up doing something with her. Or, I, you know, I taught for their group. And I was in Spanish, bro. And I don't, like, my Spanish is decent and all, but I can't teach marketing in Spanish. So it's, it's not that good. And so that was a nightmare. I mean, it went well, but Carla was helping me translate literally everything from there. I ended up also too connected with this lady named Kim who has the 100 Doors podcast. She ended up interviewing me to talk about, and this is before I really started hopping on other people's podcasts. She started interviewing me and um, pretty much getting, um, that now went really well. I ended up teaching another class in April on intro to TikTok. Again, that class had like 400 people to sign up for it. We had about like 185 on a call. And so that class was like huge. There were so many people on a call and that went really well. Like it went so well. That my friend Ellie, she's a millionaire real estate agent down in uh, in Maryland. And she was she was like during the Q&A section while everyone is still is on the call, like the call is still not over. And she was like, John, don't ever do another one of these again without charging for it. And I was like, oh, uh, you know, it wasn't really my intention. Charging. I remember it was so cringe and awkward because at that point in time, I, was, I didn't feel worthy of charging. As I said, all these realtors are more successful than me. They sell more houses than me. They know more than me. And she was like, you know, don't ever do another one of these without charging. And everyone in the comment, like, yeah, child, like, what's your cash app? What's your sale? Trying to throw money at me like, a, like I was a stripper. They <laughs> just trying to throw money at me. And I, I wasn't accepting anything. I was like, you know, I did teach it to teach, you know, to get money off of it. It was never the intent. And then from there, I ended up doing another class. Right? That class was in August. Now, this was my first paid class. I think I charged like 27 bucks to take it and ended up making like a thousand bucks or something like that. And so for me, that was and money. Like it was cool and all, but I was making at that point in time, um, more than that at the restaurant. So I wasn't like too pressed. And I've made more money, you know, when I was working a job. So thousand bucks off of the webinar, it wasn't anything that was too, too impressive for me. And for me, I was like, all right, this is August of 2022 when I did that paid class. It was on Instagram. And so from there, I was like, okay, what can I do? And I started for whatever reason getting ads and I would get so many ads on like click funnels. I, at that point in time, I didn't know what funnels were. I didn't know what click funnels was. I didn't know any of that stuff. And I ended up joining the My First Funnel Challenge, if I'm not mistaken, because they were launching click funnels 2.0. And I went through that, ended up purchasing click funnels. And so my idea was I was going to create a business where I create content for people, right? And I was going to call it Stop and Stare Media. Now the name behind it, it's a two in one, right? So Mendez Media was taken. So I was like, what's the next best thing? And I was like, why not just take the slogan and turn it into a name? So stop and stare media. But it's a two-on-one because people that know me already know it's an inside joke. Stop and stare, just don't touch the hair. But then people who don't know me, it's a marketing pun. Because when you're creating content, you need people to stop and stare, right? That's how you get boosted up in the algorithm. People stop and they watch, right? So stop and stare is like a two-in-one double marketing pun. For people that know me, it's an inside joke. For people that don't know me, it's a marketing pun. So 
that's how I got the name Stop and Stare. And the whole thing was like, I was going to create content for people and pay for them. And I was going to start off at like a thousand bucks a month, which is way too low. I would never even think about doing social media work for anyone anywhere near close to that. Uh, nowadays, like my course is a thousand. My course is more than a thousand. I'm going to up the price. It's a thousand at the time I'm recording this, but I'm going to up the price. And so I wouldn't charge way more for done for you services. And but at that time, I was thinking like that. I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to create content for people. I'm going to interview them. And then from the interview, I'm going to create a bunch of clips and then, you know, edit them and send it back to them. And I remember I had my first client. It's crazy because I never even got paid for that. But um, me and him are cool. So I'm not pressed about it at all. And I remember that first client, I was there sitting in my bed, editing the clips for the reels. And it's like, I hate this. Like, never again. So after I did what I had to do, send him the content. And I was like, yeah, I'm never doing this for anyone ever again. Like, that is a dub. And pretty much that is how I got into pretty much teaching marketing. After that, I pretty much scrapped the idea of teaching marketing. But uh, for me, it was like, it was something that, as I said, I didn't know what changed my life. I didn't know it would lead to what I have going on now. But that's how I got into it. As I said, it was never my intention. My big takeaway is like, the, and I say this on other people's podcasts when I get interviewed, but the fish is always the last one to realize it's in water, right? Sometimes it takes someone else. Sometimes it takes an external factor. Sometimes it takes someone you don't know or a stranger or someone that you're not too familiar with or a friend to tell you like, hey, you're good at this for you to realize that, hey, you're good at this. So like for me, everyone my age is already using social media. It's not special. Right. But for people who didn't grow up with it, who are a lot older or a lot busier, so they don't have the time to learn, those people, they don't know social media at all. So, like, my what I would consider baby level knowledge, well, I don't have that anymore. Like, but at that time, that's what I would have considered it was like Albert Einstein to real estate agents. Like, they because they just didn't grow up with it. They just were not familiar. They didn't understand. They didn't comprehend. They didn't know. And so, for me, I didn't know that people would find that valuable. So, if Lee never asked me to teach a class, None of this would have ever happened. And I wouldn't be sitting here in front of you, in front of the camera, telling this story. It was all because I had someone who seen something in me that I didn't see in myself and I just ran with it. So that's another thing I take, take away is when opportunity presents itself, run with it. Don't be like me and say, I never taught a class before. Figure it out, right? Even if you're not ready, figure something out. Get yourself out there. Just get yourself going, right? And so that's my next big takeaway. The third one is... Figure out what people are struggling with and then just make that. And I'll talk about this more when I teach you on the final episode about how I made 20K an hour. But don't make what you think people want. Ask people what they want and then make that. So in the form for my very first class, it was like, you know, how did I start? You know, what are you struggling with? And then from there, that's how it ended up being the the, the presentation. That's how the presentation came together. I pretty much asked people what they were struggling with on the form and then I used that to make the presentation that people wanted me to, to make and hit all the points that they wanted me to cover, right? Not that hard. Pretty simple, actually. And then another big takeaway with marketing is that, especially if you're younger listening to this, like people that are, you know, a lot older don't understand social media to the level that you do. You most likely do if you grew up with it, right? Just because you grew up with it, you pretty much are like an innate social media genius to the older generations, and so like you can position yourself as such to the older generations. Another thing, right? Give free value. Like if people don't want to throw money at you when you pretty much teach for free or when you do whatever you're doing for free, you're not doing it good enough, right? My second class, people were wanting to throw money at me because it was so good, right? People were raving about it. So it's like if your free stuff isn't that good, 
your stuff isn't good enough. If people don't want to pay you for your free stuff, then it's not good enough. Or you're not in front of the right audience. I just happen to be in the right audience and have the right stuff. Right? Another big takeaway when I learned from teaching marketing is that speaking, at least even virtually, is such a credibility booster. Like I was able to get in front of so many people so quickly just from teaching webinars. And I helped to build my name in a group. And now everyone in the group knows like when it comes to marketing and AI, like I'm your guy. Like everyone in that group knows that it's like my spot is solidified. So even if someone else try to come into the group and start teaching social media and marketing classes, it's like they have a very, very, very large shoes to fill or a high bar to you reach because I just set the standard so high because my classes, I just put so much in them. Right. And that's probably with my biggest takeaways, like teaching marketing. This is where everything really started to shift. I didn't realize that I realized at the time last year, but now the upcoming episodes and you're going to see how like I started to make some pretty good money off of this stuff. So that's all for now. In the next episode, I'll be talking about how I got pretty much started teaching AI. And then from there, we're going to continue on with the story. So stay tuned and I'll see you in the next one. You've now finished taking the first step. Now let us help you take the next one. Subscribe to our newsletter at walktowealth.com. That's walk2wealth.com so we can keep you moving on your journey. We'll see you on the next episode of Walk to Wealth with John Mendez.